Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Well, good morning. What's up, Kenny? He's back! What's up? He's back. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, yeah. the hot takes have been percolating. Yeah. They've been marinating. Yeah. They build with interest <gasps> over time. It's amazing. Oh, Wait till you hear. I, I saw people, and I hate this. I hate this whenever, because I used to hate it. When I would fill in for you yeah. for certain shows back in the day, the night show, yeah. the hell ride. Yeah. You know, it would be like, put the guy that's normally back on on the radio. You're not the guy I tuned in for. And you're always working at a deficit. So I felt bad. I, I would see the tweets because people would tag me when I'm out and guys like Peter Lynn are doing a great job or Danny Cunningham were doing a great job. I was listening. I was listening at home. The shows were great. And the tweets would come in. Hey, come on, Lima. Get back in there. Restore some decency to this show. And I'm like, well, I'm just. Restore some decency. Not, well, that was who me who tweeted. Yeah. That was me who tweeted a couple times. It's like, come on, let's let's get the show in order. No, I, I felt bad because I, I see that all the time. And I'm like, guys, it's a dead time of the year that I took off. There's probably well. That's when the child was born. You didn't just yeah. take off three weeks out of nowhere. You were on paternity. Well, I tacked one on. It was supposed to be two weeks, and I tacked one on. No, oh, because I'm allowed to. Didn't need to say that. Well, didn't need to say all I that. I had planned on coming back. Unfortunately, uh, I guess there's a difference between natural birth and C-sections when it comes to really well, the 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 wife having Can to do what the wife needs to we're do. Just, we're really getting into the yeah. nitty gritty here. Okay. Well, there's there's a bit of an there's a bit of an incision that goes on. It's uh, the hairy details. I'll spare you the hairy, gory details of what happens. Holy but shit! It didn't matter the first time when we had Isabella. I didn't need another week because there was no child to take care of at home. Yeah, Isabella needs to be lifted. She needs to be making <laughs> a dirty dancing. The lift. Mm-hmm. The end. There needs to did be. Did you put baby in the corner? You know, there needs to be well, all of he this. Did. Um, unfortunately, you know, she wasn't going to be able to do that. So if I went to work last week, we would have we would have had to hire professionals at home. Bring and in a moving company. To let's be honest. I don't I don't make the money that other people make in this town. I can't I can't have the au pair at home. I can't have you know the extra ch- child care. So I had to be home. I had to be home for an extra week. Pete Buttigieg got like six months. Ken. All I'm asking oh, for so was the third week. So you've come back with a different political <laughs> point of view from your vacation. Oh, that's a lot of news, Max. Oh, that's very interesting. That's what that's what guys okay. do when they're sitting at home not having sex and not talking to women. 
They watched Newsmax, and that's what was happening. <laughs> oh, hell. That's fantastic. But it was it was interesting to hear the shows, to hear what people cared about, to hear just topic selection for the station. And I, I mostly did not. I barely tweeted <laughs> over the last three weeks. I barely did any of this because I wanted to hear. Because honestly... I, I'm being dead serious. We have we have egos when it comes to this. Like, oh, no one's going to do the job like me. But then you sit for three weeks and you're like, ah, was I maybe not that good after all? Was yes. was 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 something like this on autopilot anyway that anybody could just come in and do? Like, I just have always had anxiety. I don't know. I don't know what do they 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 call it? Imposter syndrome or whatever. Believe it or not, like people people even despite the the uh, humongous ego that I have. You sit out for a few weeks and you're like, I could probably sit out forever and no one would miss me. This this thing this thing would be fine. Eventually, eventually mm. there would be devotees to the new station, to the new format, to the new host, to the new topic would there? builders that 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 exist. We'll I see. think so. We'll see about that. I don't know. I don't know if we'll see about that, but I'm just saying. A lot of rewind too. A lot of I did a lot of rewinds. I barely watched any sports live. All the sports had to be consumed after the fact because of the running around. So a lot of Cavs games, stop, fast forward, stop, fast forward. It's so annoying. It's the worst way to watch sports. I felt that you were bored a lot. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah? Yeah, because also, think about it. When you're on the air every day, you're also, I'd like to think that this show does a pretty solid job of creating new conversations about things. Yeah. Um, Not always in my favor. Some of those new conversations get shut down immediately. True. And people don't like those new conversations. So I'm just sitting at home. We're talking about SNL at some point at 745. Oh, I've got new conversations on SNL. Yes, we do. But I'm I'm sitting at home thinking how I would operate all these different things I want to talk about with the Browns, about Andrew Barry, about Kevin Stefanski, about the soup. My God, the Super Bowl was at the start of all of this. Um, When I had to hear all day for, for a week how bad of a coach Kyle Shanahan was. And so it birthed a new take. That actually not only is Kyle Shanahan not bad, he might be the third or fourth overall guy in all of football I would take, and I would take him over a bunch of quarterbacks, which, of course, I got roundly made fun of. Yeah. So it's I, like I that's what happens when you're charge. at home. When you're at home, it's just an incubator. It's it's an assembly line of thoughts that are coming out one by well, one by one. Not necessarily good. With the Shanahan thing, did you take it back? Were you like, ah, this is sleep deprivation? Or um, do, are you going to double down? I probably, you would take Shanahan I probably over. would push him down a little bit okay. further. There you go. Thank you. But, but... Coaching wise, I still thought if it if it's not him, maybe McVay. But over Andy Reid? But these are both over yeah, Andy Reid. Yeah, I've Reed? never I've never had Andy Reid. Wow. Up there, up there. He's a good coach. Surpri- like what? he's an all time great coach. I would hope so. But Andy he's Reed's an all time great, but I'd rather have these other guys. Yeah, I'd rather have these other guys, and probably just because they've been able to prove um that they can do more with less. That's that's what I thought the calling card of Shanahan was that He's the one guy in the league. How much less is Jared like, Goff, Like, he would though? take Jared Goff. My God. How much less is Kyle Jared Shan- Goff? Jared Goff would be the best quarterback Kyle Shanahan has had. I think I think Jared yes. Goff's right up there with Matt Ryan, yes. to be honest. But how much less is he when he's played in an NFC Championship game and a Super Bowl? Yeah. Two NFC Championship yeah, a great games point. and a Super Bowl, technically. I'm sorry. It's a great point. But yeah. then, you know, the the argument would be if 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 he never had McVay to begin with. He's the number one he overall gotten? pick for crying out loud. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, the yeah. potential was always there. He never had McVay to begin with. What we but people up. still put him with a with a significant ceiling. Like people don't treat Goff any other quarterback that's been to uh, a Super Bowl and AFC an NFC Championship game. 
any other quarterback, you'd be like, oh my God, like how we talk about Joe Burrow. You'd be saying, well, that guy is going to be a problem. And people do not talk about Jared Goff. Well, like I think that. eight out of 10 fans would take Justin Herbert over him. And I think 10 out of 10 media members would Who's take Justin Herbert over him. Absolutely nothing. Who's exactly proven very little. Trevor Lawrence. Boy, he's a he's an interesting one. I'm starting to pick up a little bit of yeah. negative vibes down there in Jacksonville. Like, are we really going to pay this guy $300, $400 million? We really going to do this? Because it's not necessarily saving football the way we thought he was going to save football. And and there is some conversation to have because I know and I thought like, hey, he is playing injured. I think the Browns really flummoxed him. But that I mean, that's a different conversation sure. to have over a long period of time. I'm excited you're back. Uh no offense to JP or uh Spencer or who else did I think? Cunningham. Danny. Danny, Danny, Lord. I'm sorry. And there was a day was where none weeks. of you were here. Three weeks. There were two Actually, days. Two days. Two days. Yeah, I was sicky last week. Yes. Yeah, I heard I heard a bunch of that it too. Got bad. What got bad? Just the sick. Oh, I thought you meant the shows got no, bad. I don't know about the show. I mean, that's up to Owen and everybody <laughs> else. I have no idea because I didn't. I told I told Jonathan. I was like, I didn't listen to a second. I'm sorry. Not a single second. Yeah, you, I, was well, I was texting you and I was like, oh, boy. Oh, boy, what? That you that you oh, that certainly I certainly were not of the state of mind no. to be able to do yeah, it was a bad. show. Yeah, it got bad. Either way. Uh, how is the uh, the new one? Fine. Um, that was a. It was a confident remember fine. the name? So it's going worse. So it's going worse for Sarah, my wife. It usually does. For me, I'm like, this is actually going better than I thought. But the whole breastfeeding versus versus formula, which I know is a vicious well, debate. We'll do that at that's our seven twenty. I mean, that's our whole seven o'clock hour, is it not? I'll, I'll do that. I mean, right my now, God, I don't give a damn. my God, you go to the hospital, and and of course we were at Fairview. I told you. They, well, you, I, I, you, I, they yeah. listen. They do a, an unbelievable job. Of course, they wake you up. Phrase. They wake you up every five minutes, which I don't like, but they have to because they have to make sure the wife is going to survive and that the baby is going to survive. So it makes sense that they have all these committed nurses. Okay, we do you really ask know. them, hey, guys, I'm fine. Can I'm you fine. Leave? Can I go in another room? Can I check into a hotel? Can I be anywhere but here where Can you're I waking me up another to? room here in this Because I am not needed here in any, in any facet. That's a movie. Uh, yeah. By the way, you know who one of the nurses was in the birthing unit? Who was it? Over there. It is, is somebody with a very famous last name on oh, this that's show. that's right. Brian Hoyer's mom. Ladies and gentlemen, oh, I was getting the scoop. I got all the scoop before, before the Johnny Manziel scoop yeah, came did out. Johnny wow. say anything about her? I know. I, I, I think Mrs. Hoyer should go on Club Shay, and start to spill some tea, if That'd you will. Be very Kenny. nice. That would be there very nice. Mm. She's got a lot of tea to spill. Anyway, but that what happens or what's said in the birthing unit? You know, it's a stays packed, in the birthing Kenny. unit. It stays right there. Uh, also, the first thing you do, I guess, back in the day, they used to. They used to not trust parents at all. So, like in the in the seventies, they would take the kids, they would take the babies away immediately and go to the nursery. Yeah, and you basically had to demonstrate that you could keep these these little ones they give alive. Give you a bag of flour, and then you, <laughs> the first night you do it with that. Right. It's like in high school, they give you the crying doll. Um, not anymore, right? They 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 want you to actually take care of the, the children, yeah. and and it's a rude awakening, I think, for a lot of new parents immediately. Like, oh my god, this is twenty four hours. Um, we said, no, no, we're good. We had a really rough first day over there. It was 24 straight hours. It was labor. Then it was C-section. I mean, it was it was the worst nightmare of what you would have wanted. Yeah. And we're like, uh, you, can, you can take baby Mason right away. We'll see him eventually. And we did that day too yep. as well. You have uh, to do uh, that. Again. That's what, the, yep. But that's the, what you guys are calling Enzo, right? Yeah. Yeah, Enzo Mason. Yeah. But the but – the, Is Enzo on this show? The debate – 
that rages on in places like that and beyond about breastfeeding versus formula. Holy cow. That is maybe one of the most vicious debates I've ever been a part of. Did you hold like a town hall forum to discuss how you would be doing it? Did it you would hold be a, a town hall. That right up, that be right up there with IVF. I'd, I'd enjoy doing that one too. Ooh. We can do that on another day. Oh we'll let the people in Alabama sort through that to begin. Um, but Kenny, you know this firsthand about Is that a football and, coach. We could bring on. <laughs> Where's anyway, Coach Coverville? Anyway, but but uh, but you went through this. You I don't even know if you disclosed any of this on the air, and 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 maybe we're telling tales out of school here. That's fine. But you you warned that's, me oh, yeah. about this ahead of time. Yeah. And look, we wanted to do the quote. This is, I would never say this again, but the right thing at that time was like, oh, we're going to do it then all natural way as best we can. Second baby comes around and Sarah's like, uh, you need to be able to feed this, this boy. You, you need don't. to be able to do it immediately. And so any delusions of, oh, you know, it's going to be Sarah in the middle of the night at all times. Fe- cluster feeding this baby every hour on the hour yeah. for the first three months of his life. That went out the window so fast. I mean, whoever wants to do it or whoever can do it, you know, bless you. Uh, but mm-hmm. I told you we decided against it. Uh, they they tried. They tried to talk her into it. They do, yeah. And that was with our first one. And finally, I said no. And then the other ones, I told you, they kept going, well, we really ought to go, this is our second. And then it was, this is our third. You'll take him away to the nursery. <laughs> I did, Like, very rarely do I have to put my foot down and be like, all right, nice Ken's going away. And yeah. in those two situations, nice Ken had to go away. And I just went, nope, take him to the nursery. I will see him in a few hours. Goodbye. And it was very stern, like, that's enough. And that was it. And uh, very, very rarely. And I, I imagine, I thought for sure he'd have to do the same thing. But, I mean, I, yeah. it's, it's a different circumstance. You see C-section, the whole thing. But I, I assumed, I go, Lima's going to have to. And yeah. the thing is, Lima's different from me. Rob, I get very loud with you, but I'll just be very terse mm-hmm. and stronger and, and deeper you talk very fast and very cutting, and so I didn't know how it would go for you. I thought you'd have that moment. I'm surprised well, you didn't. Well, the, 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 the craziest thing about all of this, you know, there's a bedside manner that happens, and then there's whatever the nurse decided to do yeah. that had me a little bit panicked because, unfortunately, when, you know, I'm getting scrubbed up, the sports boys getting scrubbed, getting ready to go in there and oh, yeah. and, and and watch it all unfold. That's sensational. And then nothing happens for ten minutes, and uh, this nurse comes in. Again, I loved ninety nine point nine percent of the nurses that were there. They were amazing. They were yep. so amazing, including Mrs. Hoyer, uh, including Mrs. Hoyer. But the one in particular who came in after the very very delayed response uh, said, uh, "Mr. Lyme, I have bad news for you." What? Um, immediately, I'm thinking, okay, so if I'm rooting for which of the new ones in my life are no longer going to be with me in my okay. life in, right. in, in a split second, right. Let's... do I want, oh, no, I probably I haven't met this one yet, uh, the other one. Yeah, he hasn't even got boy, a personality on it. Boy, there is a pain in the ass with the other one going on. Okay, so uh, then she goes, well, we had to, we had to put your wife under for surgery because of a number of different circumstances. And okay. I'm like, uh, so I'm not going to be in the room to watch the baby, like, come out. Like, I'm not going to be there. I don't get to do the umbil- umbilical cord. I, 
Here's my phone. Do you want to take some pictures? Well, what some is, moving pictures so, what, so I so can they, have them? They had to do it without you. They had to do it without me. They had to do it without me. It well, was, I mean, uh, they're trained medical professionals. Not that what I was, was expecting. That was the end of the unfortunate, right? Was that you weren't allowed no, to I lost my wife. Good. She's no longer with. No, she's here. She's she's at home listening to the show right now. And Everything. I was wondering, what could that possibly be? <laughs> <laughs> it means single lima back out on the prowl. Geez. No, Sarah's with us. Oh. Nason's healthy. Everything's and good, right? <laughs> everything worked out. Um, it was, uh, and, and I'm doing the feedings at night. A lot of them. Yeah. yeah. Was he sleeping through for the most part? No. Last night was, we had, we had three, three wake-ups. Yeah, they tend to know that when you have to wake up early. Huh. Well, congratulations. So you're getting, you're getting a lima for the, it's, it's kind of a throwback. The old Lima, when we started the show, did not get a lot of sleep. For different reasons. Sometimes would just go right on through. So you're getting that Lima back. For better or for worse, I don't know how that's going to impact the show. I'll tell you at 9 o'clock. Just different white substances. (laughs) Anywho, all right, coming up at at 8 o'clock, we have Daryl Ryder who will join us on the show. And... uh, but he was he was kind of tough to get started on Friday. But when he, once he got going, it was like an old chainsaw I on heard Friday. It. And then he started basically cussing everybody up. So you one side down the other. First, yeah. yeah. Oh, I had to prime it. You forgot to put yeah. all that. It's sometimes the mix on the 40 to 1's a little off. But once <laughs> Daryl got going, he got going. But Daryl will join us at 8 o'clock on, uh, today. And, of course, later on at 745, did Shane Gillis save SNL? <laughs> Find out in Lima Likes. Next, Lima would like to come after me for something I said two weeks ago. On the fan. Dangerous Daryl. He'll join us today at about, well, who could we possibly get in free agency? Also coming up in 20 minutes. Do we have a Darius Garland problem? I'll leave it right there. Lima wants to go after everybody. Certainly, it feels like you want to go after me for something I said a couple of weeks ago. Like, they baited me into this. It was what, Ramon Foster from the Pittsburgh Steelers? who was talking about the quarterback situation and said it's very Cleveland of Steelers fans. And I go, just leave our names out of it. Mm. I, I got, I just, it was six in the morning. I wasn't in the best mood ever. Wasn't very comfortable. And then I hear this quote and I'm going, what, what are you talking about us for? And I guess it, some some of the Steelers fan websites picked up on it, called me a fat pig and all that other stuff, you know, whatever. Because they got mad because I told them the truth about their football team. But then apparently... Did you hear this and are coming after me, or what's going on here? I because apparently to I ask just you. keep my nose in, in my own business. I here. wanted to ask you because it, it was just you. Yeah. I was listening to the whole station. Oh, I was okay. listening to the new the new voice guy at the station. Okay, it seemed like everybody wanted it on this, and I wanted to know. And I get it. The Super Bowl ended. This is a different time of the year. Basketball. You were you heading towards the All Star break. Baseball hadn't gotten going yet, and obviously the Guardians are one, uh, one of like 25 teams that did nothing in free agency because that's the sport of baseball right now. So there's not a lot of buzz there whatsoever. Except oh, Austin the, Hedges back. Except Stop. the except the uh, <laughs> the uniforms, you can see basically everything, leaving little to be little to the imagination at this point. So I heard all this over the last few weeks, kind and of I'm sexy, like, sexy, depending. So I, I get it. There's there's the effort to think of things that people want to react to. When did we become a Pittsburgh Steelers station? Because it had never been what I had heard over the last three weeks. It had never been that in the history of our station that we had just focused on the Pittsburgh Steelers every day, every show, call in, making fun of the Steelers. And I'm like, why is it the Steelers? If anything, I'm not making fun of the Steelers. That's not me. 
So if you want to go after one of the other ones, fine. I didn't make fun of the Steelers. Oh, it's a lot of Nick. I, I'll, I'll admit all right, it. it I'm, not, I'm not sitting no over here. Telling him. I'm not crowing in the Steelers' situation. I understand that now that the season's over, like, I have a lot of fun at Pony's expense, clearly. And I have a lot of fun at the Steelers' expense over this last year. Season's over. We technically ended in the same spot. I'm moving on. I got to get ready for next yeah, year. Yeah, we had a better record. And, we and, had a better record yeah. than we were higher than them in the standings. And frankly, our quarterback situation, we need to figure out whether or not our guy's going to play well. I'm just commenting on the Steelers situation, and the only thing that upset me was, well, this is very Cleveland of us. Like, st- stop blaming others for your problems. You know, that's the things that's the things that we might have done, and I don't know if that's necessarily the case that we should do things. That that was my point of view on it. Go ahead. Well, it, what's amazing is it has been, you know, you you look at the Steelers, and now. After exactly what I just said, now we're analyzing the Steelers. I'm just as guilty. I just got sucked But this is it. analyzing the Steelers. Yeah. I think there's a difference between talking about the Steelers and making fun of the Steelers. But uh, th- this is what I've seen, and I've seen our Facebook posts. I've seen our videos. I've seen, you know, you know, Nick even, I had just seen screenshotted, you know, his, his topics for CBS Sports Radio. And it was, you know, going deep in on the Steelers. And I'm like, this is the low point of the Steelers. In the last 20 years, this is the low point. This is our high point. They're kind of the same yes. place. They're kind of the same spot, which is, which well, they is both made the playoffs. Which is, which is like that. Does that put it in perspective? Like their lowest equals our highest over the last twenty years. Well, it depends on what you. So think should of. we be making fun of them if that's the case? I'm not. And I, why are we not focused on the Ravens, the team that won the division, or the Bengals that when they have a healthy Joe Burrow, they're competing for Super Bowls? I, that's different. I mean, the Steelers are a next door neighbor in a lot of ways. The Ravens are. The Ravens, while a lot of us hate the Ravens and 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 wanted the Ravens to lose, and I was one of the few people it seemed that were happy that the Ravens lost, uh, even though I like Lamar Jackson. I think a lot of people probably feel the same. It's like ah, I kind of like Lamar Jackson, and the Ravens are still six hours away. The, the 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 Bengals are, and I've gone over this a million times. The Bengals are just a bunch of weirdos on the river. Like I don't really, I got nothing against the city, but it, you know it's never been like. It's never been a heated thing with me in the in the Cincinnati Bengals, except you know Dave Lapham obviously feels different about that. But with the Steelers, it it is a it's a very odd thing because I did have this. I I brought this up with Jonathan. I said as much as we go after the Steelers and make fun of the Steelers fans or all the other things, I have this episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. More friends in my circle that are Steelers fans than any other fans other than the Browns. Like it's Browns fans, and then the second highest would have to be the Steelers. And that 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 exceeds everything. Yankees, Michigan. On this show, it's a Buffalo, Chiefs. Anything. Chiefs, any of them. Like that might actually the Chiefs might be like fourth by now. Um, including Owen and his family, which is like 15 people. So that might put and him now third. all the women in the area, but they're all rooting for the Chiefs, that's right? That's very true. So it, it, that might be up there. So it might be third. But with the Steelers, it's this very odd mix of, you know, there's there's definitely a lot of things about the Steelers as a fan I hate, but there's also people I do consider friends that are Steelers fans. So it's just the rivalry. It's, it's so, odd. Yeah, so it's, it's the, the rivalry. rivalry. I guess as a Browns fan, if I'm being told this is our window, if I'm being told – you know, you make the deal to go get Deshaun Watson. That that instantly puts you at a different tier of expectations every year. Uh, Andrew Barry is somebody who, you know, fans want every year to be up for executive of the year. Your coach just won coach of the year twice. And we're worried about the Steelers every day during the low point of their franchise in, in, in like in the last 25 years. Something seems off. Something seems off to me. I mean, I look, Super Bowl odds going into this year – I mean, the Steelers are below us, so I guess, I guess, if we wanna, if we wanna mock the Steelers every day, we're also 17th. I mean, I'm looking at Super Bowl odds. The Browns are 17th. We still, we think that we have our house in order. Do we truly have our house in order? Is it because you won Defensive Player of the Year, Coach of the Year, um, Comeback Player of the we Year? We don't have. You went to the playoffs and and had this exciting season in which you defied. You know, a lot of the norms in the NFL, when you have this many injuries, you don't really win. But yet I look. I won't know. Turning the page the next year, 17th. 17th. You're behind the Bears. They have you behind the Bears. Well, because a lot of people are going to think that the Bears as of right now. I mean, I don't want to use betting odds as the end-all be-all, but you'd have to think, okay, they're going to take Caleb Williams. Caleb Williams is supposed to be an upgrade over... Over Justin Fields, that we'll see what the, what they do with Justin Fields. The in Chargers, Chicago. Kenny. A lot the of people, ch- guys. It comes down to one position and one position only. I'm not trying to be nasty about it. We're, let's just talk talk about the truth here. I'm not trying. I'm 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 saying this without emotion. I don't know if this guy's going to come back and he's going to be healthy enough to play at the level he was before. And I mean, like overall, like will you have permanently lost something because of the injury? I'm sure he'll be feeling fine by the time the season starts. But if, because I don't know that, how can I give you tremendous odds? And the same thing. The same thing has to be with the Pittsburgh Steelers going, I don't know what your quarterback situation is. There's a lot of things in Pittsburgh that, okay, this seems to be okay. That seems to be all right. Offensive line's a little sketch here and there. But, you know, we can get into these rigmaroles for a long period of time. But if I don't have your quarterback situation figured out, then I guess we're really not going to a, to a very deep place here. Cincinnati, they got their quarterback situation figured out. They got a lot of other things figured out. Baltimore has their situation figured out. I don't – until I see him look good – and I can, I can only wait until the season starts. Okay, if you want to throw some money down on the Browns, go right on ahead and do so. so I have a sneaking, because you might get great odds if he a, comes back healthy. But we don't know. I have a scary sneaking suspicion that what I think is, that? is driving a lot of the Steeler mockery as opposed to the Browns' confidence. Okay. I think some fans are not as confident about the Browns and their situation. And so they're, they're taking the wins when they can get them. And the win is, hey, we got our defensive player of the year over the Steelers. We got our coach of the year over the Steelers. Uh, we finished above them in the standings, so that's what we're gonna we're gonna crow about. Well, I will a little bit because the chickens are gonna come home to roost eventually at some point. I mean, this this it wasn't cyclical there for about twenty years, but it tends to be cyclical here, and you know, eventually they're gonna. You know, I remember 
I remember the Black Sunday of Duck Hodges beating the Browns and Baker Mayfield and having to deal with that on the internet and the callers on more in the morning and, and all that stuff. So yeah, part of it is I guess I take it while I get it. But I, I I'm not as of this moment with me, I'm not making fun of them. But I just I, noticed there's I, they're, no they're not a fall down, fall apart. There's franchise. no conversation about the Ravens, the team that won the division. What's there to have? So is that is that just all it is? That's so we're we're just focusing on the team we finished ahead of. Uh, they happen to be a rival. There happen to be a lot of T.J. Yes. Watt versus yes. Miles Garrett, yes. and so that's yes. our win. That's our yes. this season Super Bowl yes. is just that we finished ahead of them. Uh, it, basically, a hundred percent. I did not. I guess I'd say I did not expect that to be the conversation two years after we trade for Deshaun Watson. I didn't either, but here we are, and and that conversation will change. I think, and maybe maybe you are right to say that we should be holding ourselves to a higher standard. I think that conversation will change if Deshaun Watson comes out and plays really, really well and for a prolonged period of time, and I become less worried about his injury. Okay, then we'll have that conversation about the Ravens and about the Bengals. But right now, it's it's checking out our neighbor before we go looking, even though they're still in the same neighborhood, before we go looking down the street. I think that's where a lot of people are at right there, right now. And, and, I, and I, I think that's fair. I, I really do. I think we know where we're at, and... If, if people want to make fun of the Steelers, fine. I mean, I make fun of the Steelers all I want. I, I'm just saying, I'm not defending myself. I'm not making fun of the Steelers. And and the one game that Deshaun Watson, because we, we talk about, well, if we were healthy, if we were healthy. The one game you had Deshaun Watson against the Steelers this year, he looked terrible, and you lost to Kenny Pickett. So, I mean, should we be the team mocking the Steelers today? I I, I just I just feel that if this is, if this is their bottoming out, and they're finished right behind us in the division, it's very telling about where your team might be. The cap is going up. Well, can we forget all this stupid cutting people crap? Daryl Ryder will talk to us about it coming up at 8 o'clock. Up next, the Cavs are a little slow out of the gates. I just want to make sure we're blaming the right people. Does that, and should that include Darius Garland? Next on The Fan. All you people are upset with Don Darius Garland again, and I'm upset about it myself, and Donovan Mitchell's upset about it, and I'm tired of it, and I gotta, we got to talk about this. We, we got to talk about this right now. I got to come to Darius Garland's damn defense again. Darius, Donovan Mitchell had to come to his defense yesterday. Apparently, he was cussing yesterday and defending Darius Garland. I'll get that for everybody coming up here in a second because apparently Donovan Mitchell's had enough of it. Yeah, oh, yeah. Donovan Mitchell's had enough of it. Cavs were able to pull it out last night. I know. They're off to a slow start. They're slow out of the gates. Uh, They didn't have Donovan Mitchell for the first two games, which, by the way, I know Jonathan isn't listening right now. Champions pose on the whole picking which game because of sickness for Donovan Mitchell. That was a hell of an argument last week, but apparently some people agreed with him. And of course, those people aren't going to come out of the come out of the, the the woodwork to admit that they were wrong about it. Anywho, Donovan Mitchell played yesterday in the Cavs win against the Washington Wizards, and they didn't look great doing it. The Wizards are a terrible basketball team. That's the way it went. Tone is back, by the way. Hello again, Tone. Yeah, that was a night where thank God they were playing the Wizards because that would have been that would have been what. Four or five, they would have lost. And a lot of people are going after Darius Garland because Donovan Mitchell wasn't there for two games. Darius Garland was. Things didn't go necessarily the way they wanted it to. And Donovan Mitchell, he's had enough of it. You know, I'm on social media, and I feel like people aren't giving him the benefit of the doubt. And, you know, I'd like to speak on that because I think it's You know what I mean? I think at the end of the day, he's he's a kid that's proven himself not only to this fan base, but to this league. You know what I mean? So ready to rag on a kid for what, one half of a season? I think that's BS. So I've been waiting to say that, and I've been waiting, meaning to, so I'm, I'm glad I'm waiting tonight. Just because he's he's continuing to find his way. Like, you know, we, it's been two months, and, you know, he's figuring out, slowly getting back to it. But at the end of the day, he's, he's going to be there for us. You know, I understand that 
come playoffs, come whenever. Like we need, we need him, and he knows that, and he's continuing to build it. We got all the confidence in him, but you know, too, the way people have been talking has been ridiculous, to be honest with you. So we got his back. We know who he is, and you know, we'll be good. Hey, listen, I. If you want to blame people, go ahead and blame people. It's not the great way to start off after the All Star break. You lose two in a row on back to back nights, and then you you kind of just fiddle around with Washington there. Uh, all day yesterday until you finally were able to pull it out in the fourth quarter. I mean, there were some people, even though Darius looked good down the stretch in the fourth quarter, some people were critical of him even then. I think a lot of people have started to latch onto this, and and I've been a Darius Garland defender. If I have to come to the truth of the matter, I'll come to the truth of the matter. But I'm watching a guy have to take over the reins of the basketball team. He is not Donovan Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell is a stoic, strong leader. I don't believe that Darius Garland is, and I'm not going to pretend that he is, and I'm not going to pretend that he can't become that at some point, but he's not that guy right now. But knowing that is not the reason why I would go ripping on Darius Garland for any of this stuff. There's clearly a part of him in this game, in, in these games recently, and even since he's been back from the injury, that I don't think he's at his most comfortable. He was on a minutes restriction to start off this this run, and I don't think he's been at his most comfortable. But I, I, I don't understand. It seems that there's a funk with them since the All-Star break, and it's just, well, we'll just keep ripping on, on Darius Garland. Then. And I just, I don't like it. That's a few things. If he's with, the problem, with, he's with, the problem. I'll have to accept yeah, it, but I don't think he's the problem. So I, I think this is something, and I, I, I called into G. Bush yesterday. I had to get it off my chest. Wait, you really... Yeah, I was just bored. Getting ready. I had to. I thought it was Saturday. I thought Saturday. Was, yeah. yeah, yeah, Saturday. Um, and I'm like, I, I, I had to get it off my chest because I'd seen it go back and forth so much so on Darius Garland where I, I came to the conclusion, when you are day-to-day, when you're game-by-game game on somebody as an athlete, that normally is a very, very dark place to be. And I feel like this fan base – with Darius Garland yep. is game to game. Yep. When he has a good game, it's a bunch of the guys coming out of the woodwork saying, "Hey, that's it. That's the that's the all star point guard. That's the franchise guy. That's the max deal guy." When he has a bad game, it's oh my god, we're gonna lose in the first round of the playoffs. Like we're gonna we're gonna be at a deficit at point guard to almost anybody we play, and we're in real trouble. You can't be that. You can't be that way with somebody as talented as Darius Garland. He's too good. He's way too good. He's got he's got too much in his game to be there. And he is having a he's having a bad year. I mean, I, can we be honest about it? Like he's he was an all-star a few years ago. And the the numbers he's putting up this year are in the you're not gonna like this. All right. They're in the Ben Simmons range. Like he his PER this year is 23rd. Just getting people. Of all point guards. Of course, that's, that's loaded light. Well, it's just to show you Give that Give me another player. Give me a nice player other than Ben freaking Simmons. It sh- okay. He's, Give me an argument for crying out loud. He's where Tyler Hero is right now. Okay. You know. Better than Ben Simmons. He's having a worse year statistically than D'Angelo Russell. Okay. Who, well. who, who people are totally out on. Well. And he is somebody who signed a max deal. And when that language comes out, when that language, when when it's accompanied by had a max deal and then plays like Ben Simmons, like, yeah, that's going to worry people. So the only way to diffuse this is going to be the small sample size of the playoffs where he has to he has to play well. And last year he had the one good game, but, you know, the team the team lost in five and got humiliated and Donovan Mitchell couldn't hold his end of the bargain up. So you needed somebody like Darius Garland to have a big series and he didn't. 
He didn't. I mean, much like so many I, other guys. How many guys get a max contract in the NBA? Is that what I'm holding against him? Is that really what I'm going to sit there and do? Like, if, if you're, if we're just going to sit here and rip on him for having a max contract, then I guess you don't watch the NBA. And I'm not even just, I'm not saying you in particular. I'm saying everybody. If my whole argument, yes, with with a max contract comes expectation. But you drafted the guy what fourth overall? What else are you supposed to do with the guy? Were you supposed to just let him go? Were you supposed to just trade him a couple of years ago when nobody wanted him traded a couple of years ago? What were you supposed to do? See, that's why I'm getting a little bit upset with it because I can't go be revisionist about this unless there was some underlying argument about Colin Sexton that people wanted to have and where Colin Sexton should have been the guy that's running with Darius, with Donovan Mitchell and not Darius Garland. But outside of some of the, the nut job Colin Sexton fans – who exactly was picking Colin Sexton over Darius Garland at that time? And people are making the argument that no. Colin is having a better year than Darius on a, on a losing team. You're play- Oh, my God. We're doing this again. Yeah, Guys, somebody's got to score the points on a bad basketball team. I know. They're all getting over 90 a game. Somebody's going to score the bulk of the points on a bad basketball but team. I think it is okay to just say yeah. Darius is having a rough season. He is, he's, he's not gone, having a great season. He's gone backwards. And see, this is what happens. I think fans get really excited. They think there's going to be guaranteed – you know, year-to-year linear improvement every year. And so when you're an all-star in year three and you're showing so much promise, people are like, well, my God, by year five. Well, by year five, he's actually gone back to how he played in year two. Yes. That, I, that's it, and There are some good numbers. Don't get me wrong. And and lineup numbers, the Cavs have never really had their, their five, but unfortunately their starting five has worse numbers than a lot of their other lineups that you can, you can conjure up. And believe true. me, we, we've seen them. We've seen them because JB somehow has 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 caught and has caught a, a bunch of criticism for his lineups, and I'm like, guys, JB is one of the coach of the year candidates this year. I think he's doing a tremendous job, but the reality is Darius has not played well, and if he doesn't play well in the playoffs and they get extinguished early, we are going to have uncomfortable conversations all off season about what to do with this with this core. Two one six four seven four double O ninety two. Do we have to? Do we have a Darius Garland problem where people just scapegoating him? Now I, I'm looking for other answers that might not be Darius Garland. Or might not just be Darius Garland. Like I, I'm not sitting here denying that he's having a rough season. He is having a rough season. I think that he is not necessarily the strongest boned guy. I mean, he's had some bad luck with injury, but Boy, he might be a, a little lot bit. Of those shots to the face have just resulted yeah, in him. I mean going down and going down for an unfortunate unfortunately where you're like well that's going to happen in the playoffs you're going to get hit in the face you're going to take contact he it's got a, a physical game he got eye rake 3 times last yeah. year he got his More jaw that, broken like this more. year yeah he got his jaw broken this year uh, so he's it, it hasn't been that great on that end i think that you have to get him on the floor and figure out i think that they're still figuring out exactly what they want to do with him as far as being off ball or being ball dominant how else to move him and then you get remember you got a lot of moving parts here like, Jared Allen, he's come through fantastically. His role has been spelled up specifically for him. He's done great in that role. And I think part of that is, yes, and I know you rip on Max Struess, but part of that is having Max Struess in the offense. Part of that is having Karis LeVert play well at times and Sam Merrill in this offense as well, even though I don't think Sam Merrill really showed up very much yesterday in the scorebook. At least I didn't really see him on the floor that much. No, he's out of uh, the rotation. That's why you're not seeing him much. And, well, that, that the best be shooter on the team is out of the rotation while everybody else struggles shooting. So you're starting to find, you're starting to look at some different things. And I think for them right now, a little bit of this might be, dare I say, experimenting, where we yeah, have to find I, out some of the rotations listen, and we're overreacting to some of the other issues that total, might be there. Total, you, you nailed it there. Total okay. overreaction to the losses. I mean, I'm taking losses. guesses here the about loss, what, what's the going lo- on. The loss to Philly, 
those two losses back to back without Donovan Mitchell, people wanted to use as some ha ha caught, you know, gotcha moment with this team. And it's like, yeah, without Donovan Mitchell, they're a totally different team. They have no idea how to play without Donovan Mitchell. So if, they're, if they don't have Donovan Mitchell, they might be a playoff team. That's it. Yeah. Like with Donovan yeah, they Mitchell, wouldn't go anywhere. we were talking before the All-Star break or before they came back from the All-Star break, guys, we were talking about this team being an Eastern Conference Finals team. If they don't have Donovan Mitchell, guys, there's no ha- there's no point of having a conversation. We're just playing out the string here and then we're focusing on the Guardians. That's it. Listen, we we the, we going forward, we talk about pressure on Donovan Mitchell. He knows it. Like Donovan Mitchell yes. is that he knows how he played the last two playoffs. Like he knows he's gotten outplayed by Jalen Brunson. I kind of expect him to come back around this playoffs against anybody. I think Donovan Mitchell is going to be fine. A bunch of other guys on this team, I have no idea. From, well, from Jared Allen to Evan Mobley, who who had a pant. Did you see him at the end of that loss to Philly where he dribbled and went backwards and went out of bounds and didn't want to shoot it? And so has, it, has, it, has he really developed any confidence with that three-point shot? Not with the game on the line. Like, there's a bunch of guys on this team. I have no idea how they're going to play in the playoffs. Two one six four seven four double zero ninety two. Do we have a Darius Garland problem, or are people just scapegoating Darius Garland? Two one six four seven four double zero ninety two. Forty five minutes from now, Lima likes on the fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh, oh.